What did I say? What is it? When the pressure is real, God is greater. 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 Who's greater? God. Amen. Come on down, Grace. <clears throat> thank you, Lord. God is greater. Amen. So, Father, we thank you and we praise you for this offering that you're bringing into this house. That, Lord, you are greater, greater than all things, greater than who we are, greater than who we'll ever be. But, Lord God, you are great, and we praise you. And we're giving into a great, 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 great kingdom where rust and moth will not devour. We're giving in, into eternity, and we're trusting you, Lord God. And we trust you with all that we are, all that we have, and all that we'll ever be, Lord God. And we just freely come giving into you, Lord God, laying our lives down, Lord God, doing your will. Help us, Lord Jesus. Help us all. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And Lord, I also pray that you would open our eyes and our ears to hear your word. That Lord God, that your word, Lord God, would speak to us. Lord God, that your Holy Spirit would minister to us. That your angels would watch guard over us. And that Lord, you would keep us in all things. Wherever we go, that you would always be before us. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Being wise and making the most of our time is the title of my sermon today. Being wise and making the most of our times. Because our times are short. Amen. You know, I heard a quote this week from a, that, you know, have you ever heard those Viking cruise ships where the guy, the CEO is on there and he's promoting his Viking cruise ships? But he said this. He said, time is our most valuable commodity. Time is our most valuable commodity. And I thought for a minute to myself, just a moment, I thought for just a moment, <laughs> time is something that most of us take for granted in our lives. We just expect or think, especially when you're younger, that you have all the time in the world, that you can make up for lost time. Time is one thing that you can never make up. You know, when I was younger, I used to think I was invincible. That I had plenty of time. Now that I'm older, I think a little bit differently. Time is like this. Once it's gone, it's gone. You'll never gain back time. You can never go back to regain time. 
There's only been a few incidents I've, I recall in the Bible where God has actually stopped time. And he did that for the Israelites when he held the sun in the sky while they pushed back their enemy. God is the only one that does not live by time. A day with the Lord is like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day. You know, I thought I would have plenty of time to do all the things that I wanted to do. <clears throat> and I still have time. Like spend more time with my family, with Julie, taking Julie on more vacations so that we can see the world together. Even keeping up with our own home. You know, I think I'd have more time Oh, I got plenty of time to do the things that I want to do around the house. Well, I'll tell you, that time slips away really fast. And then pretty soon you don't have time at all, or you lost that time. And you wonder, where the heck did all that time go? Wanting to learn more about God, wanting to learn more and understand more of what God is calling my life, not just, not just spending more time with God, but understanding that time. You know, really understanding it, getting it in my mind, and realizing that God has good plans for me, plans to prosper, plans for us to be in good health. That He doesn't want any of our days to cut, be cut short, Right? He wants us to live out the fullness of our time that He has planned for our lives. And that life is a good life. You know, one of the things I want to do is, in my lifetime is making sure that when I'm gone and passed on to be with the Lord, that my family's going to be all right. That my children are going to be alright. That my grandchildren are going to be alright. That life is going to go on without me. My wife is going to be alright. <laughs> right? You know, this morning Julie and I were talking about things a little bit. And I thought to myself, because we just celebrated our 20, I say 29 years. Of marriage, it's really 28. We completed going on 29, but we knew each other and were dating prior to that for almost a year, so it's like 29 years. And they say if you work together, it's like you might as well double the years, so it's really like something like what uh, 58 years that we've been married. So, but this morning I thought of that and I thought, wow, we've lived half of my life. I have spent half of my life to my wife in marriage. More than half of my life to date. 
29 years of my life have been spent married to Julie and being in this family. And I'm blessed because of it. And I can't wait for the rest of the next years that we have in store, what God has in store for us for the next 29 years or so. I believe God will come back and take us all before then. But you never know, right? How can I make the most of the time that we have left on this earth together? There goes our family. <laughs> you can't leave. <laughs> You'll have to listen. Ephesians 5, chapter 15 through 17 says this. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time. Because the days are evil, therefore do not be foolish, but understand what that will of the Lord is. You know, it's not easy understanding at times what the will of the Lord is. For your life. There's times I struggle with it that myself. Is God's will for me? Am I doing God's will for me in my life? I always struggle with that. I want to be in God's will. And I question at times, am I in God's will? And I think that's a struggle that all of us have at times. I wrote in here, especially for you young adults, your lives are just beginning. And my advice to you would be to seek God and find God's will for your life. Because life is short. James 4.14 says, Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Julie and I were talking this morning. She said to me that if I were to die today, that the business would go on without me. That it would make a way. And soon after I passed, the customers would forget who I am. The men would take over my positions, and time would go on without me. All of you would go on without me. Life goes on, as you should say. Psalms 90.12 says, So teach us to number our days, that we may get a heart of wisdom. Teach us to number our days, that we may get a heart of wisdom. Help us, Lord, to have a heart of wisdom. That we wouldn't take our days for granted, but we would live out our days as you would call us to live out our days. That we would live in love. Help us to live in love. 
to love one another, to love our children, to love our family, to love our neighbors as ourselves, as the greatest commandment. Because without love, we're all just noisy gongs or clanging cymbals. Another psalm also states the Psalter, King David, Psalm 16, 9. And this one really struck to me, spoke to me this morning. And it actually reminded me of a thought that I had when I was a very little kid. It says, the heart of a man, the heart of a man plans his ways. The heart of a man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. When I read that, I remembered something that I thought of when I was probably Ephraim's age or younger. I thought, when I get older, that I wanted to find a good wife, live a happy life, own and build my own home, and have our own property that I would provide and protect for her, and that we would build a family together, and that I would be a great father to our children and our grandchildren. Isn't that the craziest thing? But that's what I thought when I was little, that that's what I wanted to be. That's what I wanted to do when I got older that I wanted to find a good wife, that I wanted to build our own home, that I wanted to provide and protect for her, and I wanted to have children and then be a good father. That's what I wanted. And it's plain to see that that's exactly what God gave me. Now, and it's just like that psalm in 16.9. See, I had plans in my heart for my own life, even when I was young and little. Plans to do good things, to be good things. And God established my steps along the way that he actually brought all those things to pass. Literally. He really did. And you know, as you go through life and you live your life, you don't think of those things as they're happening. They just happen. But God is directing you on a pathway in your life that brings you to good things. Because God is good. And he has plans for your life, plans to prosper you and for you to be in good health. He had plans. When I thought those plans, those were exactly the plans that God had for my life. Because he wants the best for you and for his children. And he wants to give you the desires of your hearts. Even though when you go through life and we all experience life, we don't understand what God is doing half the time because God's ways are higher than our ways. Our thoughts are not God's thoughts. I actually had a thought this week in my truck when I was going to work, and I was like telling God what he should do. And then I had to repent because like 
it brought me back to Job, where Job said, Forgive me, Lord, for your ways are not my ways. Your ways are higher than my ways. He brought that scripture to mind. And I actually had to ask for forgiveness from God because I was telling God, well, I got to do this, you got to do this, and you got to do this. And God's ways are higher. God's ways were higher. He planned my whole life out before me, and he planned it out in the presence of my enemies. He sets a table before you in the presence of your enemies. In other words, he has a plan for every one of our lives. And that plan is good. And when we veer off that plan, then it takes time for him, but he guides us in, and it might take time. It might take years for you to get back on that plan of God, but he has that plan. And he will guide you back on that plan that he has. I look back now and I see how the Lord has established my steps. I veered from his plan originally. But that wasn't because of his doings. That was because of my choices and my doings. But God brought me back. And he actually fulfilled the desires of my heart when I was a little kid to this day. And I found it very interesting when I read that this morning, that that thought, and it's funny, that those memories come back like that. And I knew that had to be the Holy Spirit. To God wanted to give me what I wanted a long, long time ago. That was his plan for my life. And that's exactly what I got. Now, I'm still working out and making, working out the parts of being a good dad, learning. You know, I never stop learning, being a good grandfather, being a good husband, being a good provider. I still work out all those things. But I'm learning now to trust God more and not to worry as much. But to try to take advantage of the days, because the days are short and they go by faster and faster and faster, and time is quickly fading away. So make the most of the so make the most of each day, as I would encourage you. These are the things that I'm still trying to work on, even though sometimes my stubbornness and my pride get in the way. But try listening more. Being slow to anger. Being patient. Being kind. Being good. Being under self-control. And love, love, love more. And learn to love more like God. These are the things that we should work on. And try to strive for each day of our lives. Because these are the things that are going to matter the most in these days that we live in. Amen? So, Father, I praise you and thank you, Lord God, for this day. I pray that you would help me to live those seven points out more and more. That you would change me.
that I would take the time to listen, that I would have patience, that I would be slow to anger, that I would show more kindness, more of your goodness, and have more self-control, Lord God, in my life, and to love like you love unconditionally, even those that seem unlovable. And Lord God, I pray that you would help me in all these things, Lord God, in all these matters of the heart. And I thank you, Lord, and give you all the glory that, Lord God, that I can stand here today and thank you for what you have done in my life to bring all those things of my heart to pass. Lord God, how you have done that for me, Lord. I praise you and I thank you for it. And I pray that you would do that and you do that for all your children that you care for and that you love, Lord God. And I praise this and I praise you and I thank you for each person here today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.